The global supply chain is strained. One essential transportation network continues to keep the economy connected 24-7. That network is freight rail. We're increasing hiring and capacity, all while investing more than $20 billion per year into our network to improve reliability every day. We never stop working to better serve our customers because freight rail works. G'day everyone, Lauren Kress, the business scientist here. It's been a long time. <laughs> so apologies again for getting that last episode out so late. I actually got it out on the Saturday and for some reason, so I upload my podcast to a platform called Spreaker and for some reason it decided to make my podcast limited availability. So I usually go on, you know, Apple and download my podcast and make sure everything's fine right and I did that and I could listen to it but apparently no one else could so I was like why are there hardly any people this is weird usually I publish a podcast usually people start listening to it what's going on oh no maybe I've upset everyone too much I've left it too long but no it was um was that you guys couldn't access it so apologies for that uh today we're talking about the third part of the ikigai what does the world need I'm really excited to talk to you guys about this uh, but before we get on to today's episode, I'd like to take a moment to acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. I pay my respect to elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples living and working on the land today. So happy Monday. I hope you had a good weekend. Uh I've been really enjoying doing these kind of podcast episodes where we're sort of exploring a topic from a little bit of a different angle, right? Because I'm like, we can go on, I'm like, what can a podcast do that an article can't, right? And I'm like, and also where can I play to my strengths? So for me, one of the things that I'm, I've always loved to do and I know I'm, I'm good at, there's lots of things I'm bad at, but I know that I'm good at having conversations with people. You can plonk me anywhere in the world and as long as, okay, I don't speak multiple languages, that's definitely a barrier. But other than that, if I am around people that can speak the same language, I usually make friends pretty quickly. That's just one of the things that I'm, I've kind of been good at for quite a while. I wasn't good at that in at school. <laughs> but like it was for some reason as soon as I got to university it was like, that just became my thing. And I'm like, what I really want for these episodes is that they become a way for you and for me as well to dive into things a bit deeper. And so what I've done, I've been mentioning this for the last few weeks, but I couldn't work out exactly how to do it, what I wanted to do. What I've gone and done is I've decided that Moving forward, and I'll probably do some of these in retrospect as well, I want to give you guys the question prompts that I'm using in these shows so you can either use it in your journal to write out things. You could also jump in and talk about it with other people. So I've just started. No one's no one's there yet, but this is this is what I've started. I've started a sort of like portal for the podcast. So if you go to Lauren Cress dot com slash 
sorry, no, don't go to laurencrest.com. Laurencrest.com will have my articles. You need to go to my membership site, which is laurenslaboratory.com forward slash memberships. And that will take you to where I've posted stuff that's available publicly, like regardless of whether you're a member or not. And you'll be able to see like there'll be a video of this podcast. It's it's just the audio, but in video format. Um, so you can listen back to that if you want to. And it's also got um, all the questions that I've used and sort of like a proper like show note description. So I've done that for the most recent show. Uh, and if you want to ask questions about it, if you want to comment and share and have a discussion with me, because I would really like this to be two way, uh, you can sign up. It only takes a few minutes. It's free. And then we can we can kind of go back and forth on things. So super, super excited to be launching that this week. Um, and like I said, it's it's quiet there at the moment. It's just me. <laughs> it's not a community yet. Um, but I would really, really love for you to be a part of it. And I think with having it combined with the episodes, it will be really, really cool. I think there'll be some really amazing things that come out of that. So today we're talking about, like I said before, what the world needs. Now, unlike the other episodes where that we've kind of been doing stuff that's a bit more introspective, like, okay, how have you felt? What's happened for you? And kind of diving a little bit into your history, looking at your past, then thinking about what's going on in your current situation. What does that tell you? And then looking at, okay, therefore, where to from here? What do you want to do? How are you going to realize your full potential now that you've had a look at what you're good at and what you love? Today, we're going to take more of an outward look. So, The world needs some things and it really doesn't need other things. Now, there are some awesome think tanks and agencies around the world that are dedicated to doing the research and finding out what is it that we actually need to do to make the world a better place. So I actually think this is a really exciting place to start because it's like, we're not necessarily starting from scratch like we were with the other questions where it's like, okay, hang on, I have to delve into this for me. This is more about looking at what are the world's leading experts telling us about how we can move towards saving our planet, making the world a better place and protecting our future, right? And I found this awesome website. It's a Canadian website, but they talk about global problems. I'm just going to bring it up while um, I'm here. So I'm actually going to read some stuff off their website because I just, I was so excited to find these guys. So the name of the kind of like organization, I guess it would be, is the International Institute for Sustainable Development. They're based out of Canada, but they're thinking about world's problems. They get funding from a bunch of different places, including the UN Uh, or different UN agencies. And basically they explain that they're an independent think tank and they're working to fulfill a bold commitment to create a world where people and the planet thrive. So I was like, well, this is a pretty good place to start because if we're looking at what does the world need, these guys have done all the research. They've actually got a podcast as well. I haven't checked it out yet, haven't had a chance to. Um, But if you go on their website, it's just iisd.org. There's some awesome, awesome resources there. Now, the thing I got really excited about for what we're talking about today 
is they've put together these 17 sustainable development goals, right? Now, I'm going to go through briefly each one, but they actually, you can go in and have a look at these different goals in more detail. What I think would be really, really powerful is as an exercise for all of us is to have a look at this and see like whether we're working for someone else or we're in our own business, what actions are we taking to contribute to at least one of these goals, right? Maybe we could we can do more than one, depends on what area you're in, but there's probably also a couple of things to think about. There's like, actually there's lots of things to think about, but <laughs> what jumped into my head was like, okay, with each of these goals, is there something that we can just be doing in our daily life that would be a small, tiny, but important contribution to helping achieve this goal? And then is there one or two goals that we're like, I really want to be play a bigger role in that with, you know, we spend a third of our lives working. So we may as, be, may as well be working towards a goal that's actually going to help our planet thrive. Okay. These are big goals. These are ambitious goals. Uh, and they're important goals. And I think it's a really, really great place to start if you're looking for inspiration here. Okay. So goal number one is no poverty. Now I'm going to just spend a little bit time of time on each goal, but first I just want to walk you through uh, what each, each sort of, you know, the overview of each goal is. So I don't want you to think I'm just like palming over it, like, oh, it's just no poverty, whatever. Um, I more just want to get you guys across the 17 goals first. You might hear me clicking around a little bit on my um, computer as well as I do this. So goal one, no poverty. Goal two, zero hunger. Goal three, good health and well-being. Four, quality education. Five, gender equality. Six, clean water and sanitation. Seven, affordable and clean energy. Eight, decent work and economic growth. Nine, industry innovation and infrastructure. 10, reduced inequalities. 11, sustainable cities and communities. 12, responsible consumption and production. 13, climate action. 14, life below water. 15, life on land. 16, peace, justice and strong institutions. And 17, partnerships for the goals. So 17 is almost like, a well, here's how we do all of this stuff, right? Um, that's a lot to take in. Like I said, we'll go through each one in a little bit more detail now. What might be useful is actually just jump on the website as we're going through this and you can kind of follow along. But uh, so to do that, you just go to sdg.iisd.org forward slash sdgs. And I'll put the link in the show notes as well in case I said that too quickly. Okay, so do follow along if you can. And I would love, love, love to have a discussion with you guys about this over on uh, the community that I mentioned before at laurenslaboratory.com forward slash memberships. Okay, enough enough link talking. So what they've actually done when you go into these goals, so I've just told you where you can see like the overview of the 17 goals. But let's say, for instance, no poverty is something that jumped out at you. What they've also done is they've created these like 20, 30 targets, right? And there's a bunch of them. So in this first one, um, they've got like five targets. And then I think they also say like, so it's got 1.1, 1 1.2, 1 1.3, 1 1.4, 1 1.5. And then they've got 1.A and 1.B. 
that's the targets that they've created around this specific goal. And I think based on what you want to dig into, where you feel like you could be of best um, use will depend how much you want to dig into this. But I'm just going to pick no poverty as like an example. And in this one, I'm going to read through the different targets. So by 2030, eradicate extreme poverty for all people everywhere, currently measured as people living on less than $1.25 a day. 1.2 is by 2030, reduce at least by half the proportion of men, women and children of all ages living in poverty in all its dimensions according to national definitions. So that's important there, I guess, from the sense of like in different places, poverty looks a little bit, well, it can look significantly different. And $1.25 in like some countries versus $1.25 in others is also going to have a different meaning to it. Um, And what... like culturally what poverty looks like, where where the support is, all those kinds of things. So that's one where if it's like you had a particular interest in like, oh, I want to help end poverty in my local area, then that would be like have a look at what that looks like in terms of your nationality and what that, what way you can help there. 1.3, implement nationally appropriate social protection systems and measures for all, including flaws, and by 2030, achieve sustainable coverage of the poor and the vulnerable. By 2030, this is 1.4, sorry, by 2030, ensure that all men and women, in particular the poor and the vulnerable, have equal rights to economic resources, as well as access to basic services, ownership and control over land and other forms of property, inheritance, natural resources appropriate new technology and financial services, including microfinance. 1.5. By 2030, build the resilience of the poor and those in vulnerable situations and reduce their exposure and vulnerability to climate-related extreme events and other economic, social and environmental shocks and disasters. So I think, like, this is really cool because it's, like, it gives us, once we know, once we get clear on, like, this is what the world needs. We can start to see like, is that like being honest, like, is that something that we would love? And is it something that we're good at? How does this fit in with, we're not going to worry about monetization yet. How does this fit in with these other two things that we've talked about? Because there's a lot of problems. You don't have to solve all of them, right? And also you might think, well, this is not an area where I have the background, the knowledge, um, the passion to be on the front line with this but I could I'd be happy to be like here's a dollar a day to an agency or um, an organization that I trust to go and do that because the thing is is like even though a dollar a day might not seem like enough seem like much it's thinking about it from that perspective of like if everyone did this would the world be better or worse the same with like things that we shouldn't be doing or that aren't helpful or that are problematic like I had Holly Christensen, my friend, on here a while back and we were talking about like a really simple thing is like keep cups, right? Like going to the coffee shop and getting a takeaway cup every time we get a coffee, if you drink as much coffee as as me, that adds up pretty quickly. And cafes and hospitality industry are like pretty like, you know, there's a (laughs) – not saying that people in hospitality are bad, but just that because of that need, of the demand of like – the takeaway cups and the takeaway containers and like food that gets wasted and all this kind of stuff, 
it's like it has a big impact on our negative impact on our environment as an industry right even more so than that the fashion industry the fast fashion industry has a like a really really devastating impact on our environment so when you're thinking what am I purchasing that's really important because if everyone thought like that if everyone thought I'm not going to buy this because it's going to get destroyed after three washes and it's you know it's been made by someone who's essentially slave labor and it's just going to go into a dump soon anyway like we don't want to support that right so it's like if everyone doesn't support that, then things have to change. And we're seeing that happen. We're already seeing that this stuff works. It actually doesn't take that many people to start doing that before brands start going, fuck, we're going to have to actually change our what we're doing here because our customers aren't happy. All right, so we've had a look at no poverty. I'm not going to go through all of these in detail, even though they are great, but Let's say, for instance, that good health and well-being was the one that jumped out to you, right? Now, good health and well-being can mean a lot of different things. Let's have a look at what these guys have kind of outlined as the really important thing. So I've already read through this, and one thing that really jumped out was like, so uh, deaths of mothers and deaths of um, babies during birth, essentially. So um, maternal mortality is uh, their goal is to have a, of a ratio of less than 70 per 100,000 live births. Um, and if you have a look at like the mortality, infant mortality rate and uh, maternal mortality rate in certain countries, it's like devastatingly high. And in other countries, it isn't. So we know we can get that ratio much lower and that's the thing that I like about these guys as well it's science-based so it's like these are actually achievable things it's not notice it's not saying ratio to less than zero per 100,000 lives but live births because it's like that's impossible you can't guarantee that no mother's going to die but we know based on like what's happening in places like Australia and America and the UK we know we can get it to much lower than what it is now. Um, another one was around like epidemics, so AIDS, malaria. Um, another was around, okay, what about diseases like people dying because they've got, you know, diabetes, they've got like other non-communicable diseases, not diseases that are infectious but diseases that chronic diseases. Um, also issues with like, drug abuse and alcohol um, alcohol abuse, right? So substance abuse, how do we prevent and treat that from happening? They also have like ones here around like things like people dying in traffic accidents, things like that. So lots and lots of things here. And if you're already working in the health industry, this might be something that really excites you and jumps out to you and you go, have a look through these. There's heaps of things here like getting people to quit smoking, you know, like if there's things that you go, I'm really great at this and I could really contribute here. It might also be like part of it is stuff that you're going to monetize and part of it's going to be stuff that you volunteer for, you know. Um, so really, really, I think it's really what's great about looking at stuff like this as well is it gets us to be like really honest about like, 
okay, if there's all these problems, like where can I best serve? And that's where we're coming from. Instead of like the way I was taught and the way that I was encouraged to do things business-wise was like, how can you make money? Oh, are there any things that you can do on top of that that might be helpful? You know, and it was almost like seen as like charity, like, oh, you know, do you want to like give a bit of charity? And charity's great. But like, if we bring this into the way that we actually design our businesses and we design our lives, then it's sort of like the other stuff has to fit around this. So it's like, you've done the work of going, what am I good at? You've looked at what do I love? We want both of those things in there because that's going to mean that whatever problem that you kind of focus in on, you're going to be able to make a significant impact, right? So I think because it's not about being like, so there's this word used in like, um, I can't remember, I think it's like, it's it, it's in like psychotherapy and stuff. You talk about like people being like a martyr, having like a martyr complex. And the idea is that that person kind of essentially hurts themselves in order to, they think that like they need to hurt themselves in order to um, benefit other people. And what I mean by hurt, I don't mean physically hurt necessarily. What I mean is more like, oh, that's okay. I'll do this. Oh, that's okay. Like, I'll do the job no one else wants to do because, you know, it's really important that we do this. That's actually something that has been a bit glorified in our culture, especially like Western Christian kind of culture, this idea of like making these sacrifices, right? But the fact of the matter is if you go and choose a goal and it's something to contribute um, towards where your, your heart's not in it, it actually doesn't help anyone. You know, it kind of, it makes me think if like someone who's like, I really find it difficult to work with kids and I, I'm, you know, they have, they're impatient and they aren't great with like that particular dynamic. They're not passionate about it. Oh, but kids need to be helped and kids need to be taught. I'm going to become a teacher. Well, does anyone really want that kind of person teaching their kids? But that person might be thinking like, oh, I'm doing a really great thing. I'm making all these sacrifices. I could have gone and done like engineering, but I've become a teacher because teachers, you know, do important work. And that's where I'm saying like, no, there's lots of needs and engineering totally is a needed thing. So becoming a teacher when actually you'd be best served being an engineer is actually like not benefiting anyone, including ourselves, right? Um, so I think it's just, I just think this is such a good, good way at looking at things. And also we don't, again, we don't have to do all this, the, the stuff at the beginning to try to like figure this out for ourselves. We're not starting from scratch. It's not like we have to figure out what the world's problems are. We just need to look at what the world needs and see what kind of jumps out to us. So I think a really useful activity to do from today's episode is go and have a look at these 17 goals. See what jumps out at you. Pick like three, right? And you might even go like, okay, so maybe draw a line. Actually, do this. Draw a line down the center of a page. On one side, right, here's the things that I want to contribute to by making charitable donations. Here's the things that I can contribute to by this has got nothing to do with whether I volunteer or work. This is just me going, I've got some money I can put aside for these things, right? Say pick three. And then on the other side, pick three things that you go, these are areas that I want to explore more that really jumped out at me, that got me excited about what I could do. 
Um, and you know, again, we're not thinking about monetization yet. So we will be doing that in part four. So don't worry. <laughs> I'm not going to be like, and just, you know, do all this work and don't make any money from it. There are ways to monetize these different things, but that's why we want to look at, you know, we looked at where your strengths are and things like that too. So on the other side, write these three goals. Where do you want, where do you see yourself going? I could potentially actually work in this area. So for instance, if you're a coach, you're probably one of them is going to be like good health and well-being, I imagine, because you're like, well, that's something that I can help people with, whether it's their mental health or their um, physical health or a combination of the two. Holding people accountable to help them actually live a better life is what coaches are all about, right? Where someone who is currently studying marine biology is probably going to be like, well, life below water is obviously what what I'm looking at. It's interesting, actually, because in Townsville, like I've met so many people studying marine biology at the moment. It's really awesome. Um, But that's probably good. They've already kind of made a bit more of a decision there. Like, okay, that's, but for someone who's a marine biologist, look into, okay, what are actually those things in there that I want to explore? What uh, what are the targets for 2030 and how can I contribute to that? And the thing for me is I'm like, if everyone did this, if everyone just took even five minutes out of their day to have a look at what these goals are and think about how will this impact my life and how will this impact the world and what can I do, that the world would be a much better place. Think about like the conversations that we'd be having at work the places that wouldn't be able to employ people because they literally aren't doing anything towards any of these areas. You know, like I think it's I think it's really interesting that like this isn't actually more widely talked about. Like I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn and no one really talks about this stuff. And I'm like, we should be talking about this stuff. This stuff is like really, really important and we can have so much impact. And how much more exciting is that for like, I mean, you know, in my last episode I was talking about, you know, do you hate your job? Like how much more exciting would it be to be like if you're in that position where you're going, I really don't want to be here anymore, this is not feeling like meaningful work, to be a part of something where you wake up every day and know that what you're doing is actually creating a better future for all of us. Like that's a reason to get up. Like even when things are a bit tough or a bit difficult, if we know this is meaningful work, that's what that's what humans, we are wired to share resources, to engage with one another, to help each other out. People feel better. It's actually been shown that like during a crisis, people's well-being gets improves if they connect with their community and if they actually help. So If you know someone, you have a neighbor who's been through some sort of tragedy and you go and support them, it actually in our brain, it kind of says like, see, you're supporting this person in this time of need and there'll be people that in the future when you are in need that help you. We are not alone. We are not isolated. We're in this together. So, yeah, I think that's like pretty much all. Like I I don't know if... I mean, it's up to you guys. Like we could do a whole series on like each of these sustainable development goals. Like I could do an episode on each one of these and maybe that's something I'll do. But I think you don't need to wait for that. Actually, I'd love to know if that's something that you guys would be interested in, by the way. Like you can probably the easiest thing to do would be to tweet with me if you want it to be quick and just say like, 
yeah, I think that's a great idea. I'd love to know that. Um, but uh, other than that, like go, you don't need to wait for that. Go in, have a look at these and have a think about what does this mean for the way you design your life where you're going. It's a win-win, right? It's about you winning and the world winning. It's not about one or the other and it's not about being a martyr. I think that's really, really important. Okay, so if you guys like this show, if you think, oh, this would be really great if more people knew about this, please share it with them. The other way that you can help get the word out about this is to write a positive review or simply rate the show. It just helps to give the show a bit of a boost so more people can find it. Really, really important at the moment because there's more and more podcasters out there and, you know, there's only so many listeners. So it really helps anything that you can do to kind of give this show a bit of a a boost and say, hey, this is worth listening to. That would be really awesome. I really appreciate it. Um, What else was I going to say? Oh, yeah, I haven't mentioned this for a while, but I have a Kofi page where you can donate, you know, a cup of coffee. That's why it's called Kofi um, to help support the show, just help with things like, you know, I pay to host this show. Um, I, you know, bought all the equipment, all that kind of stuff. So essentially I am out of pocket making this show, but I don't mind because I love doing it. But anything you can do, if you kind of like, I really appreciate this and I can afford to support it, that's awesome. Um, if you can't, don't feel bad about that. It's all good. No problems there. I still would love you to stay and listen. You can listen for free. It's no problems at all. All right. So jump on my website and come and chat with me about this if you like. I'll be getting this up very, very soon. Just go to laurenslaboratory.com forward slash memberships. You'll see the post there on that page and you'll see how you can sign up to become a free member and ask questions, join the discussion, all that kind of stuff. It would be really, really fun. I'd love to have you there. Until next time, remember that stepping into your power will make the world a better place. Cheers, guys. Now at Mickey D's, when you buy any crispy chicken sandwich or quarter pounder with cheese, you'll get a free medium fry and free medium drink when you order on the app. So do you have the app? How are you going to get this deal if you don't have the app? I know you have a phone. Anywho, if you have the app, enjoy your free fries and drink. If you don't, you can't see me. But know that I'm shaking my head. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Limited time only. I participate in McDonald's. Valid one time per day. Visit McDonald's app for details. Download and registration required.